It is Married to Medicine interview day on Gabbing with Gib, and I could not be more excited to share not one, but two interviews with cast members today. Our second ever guest on this show is Dr. Heaven Lee from Married to Medicine, which was a fairly tame interview recorded at the top of this current 10th season of what is truly one of the best shows on Bravo. But today, we have two even better chats with OG Dr. Simone Whitmore, who is one of the doctors who has been on the cast since season one, as well as one of the two new additions to the show this year, Letitia Lunsford, aka Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea, in case you aren't aware, came in as the fiancé to Quad's ex-husband, Dr. Gregory, and we saw their wedding on the show in a recent episode. Dr. Simone's perspective on the goings-on around Married to Medicine is always apt, as she knows the dynamics of this group like the back of her hand. So it was honestly really informative to pick her brain about this season. We talked about everything from how her experience on the show has differed from the expectations she had coming into season one all those years ago, to her long-standing friendship with Dr. Jackie, including a pact that I didn't know about that they made heading into this season, as well as all things season 10, including her thoughts on Quad's disconnect from the group and rejoining for filming, bringing Sweet Tea into the mix and whether she felt any weirdness about her loyalty to Quad in terms of welcoming Sweet Tea in. Spoiler alert, Dr. Simone had no hesitation about that. Dr. Heavenly's messy ways, Phaedra Parks joining the group, whether she'd like to see Mariah back in the mix, and much more. It's honestly a great conversation. Uh, And when it came to Sweet Tea, I was super intrigued just to hear about how this entire thing is going so far for her. You know, she's definitely very green when it comes to reality TV, but it sounds like she's learning the ropes, and she kind of has to. You know, she's really been thrown into this. As she told me, it was Dr. Heavenly who convinced her to do the show, but now she feels hurt by Heavenly kind of flipping the script on her once she actually joined the show and once Quad started coming around again. We talked a lot about that and the whole ordeal of taking Dr. Heavenly off her wedding guest list, but are still finding a way in, who she feels closest to in the group, what she expected coming into this, considering that, again, her new fiance's ex-wife had been part of the group for already 10 years, and also about Quad showing up to her bachelorette party. I also gave her an opportunity to clear up a couple of comments she'd made on the show, one about Dr. G being controlling, and then one about saying she's with him to get access to his money, both of which have stirred up a lot of response on social media. It sounds like she's definitely being put through the ringer online, which honestly, I have immense sympathy for. And I feel like she's honestly really proven to be a a compelling addition to Married to Medicine. I mean, she makes me laugh. She has a true connection to this group, and she's learning as she's going along. She's very raw, and honestly, I very much appreciate that. She might not be the most expected addition to this cast, but she's proven to be very entertaining in my eyes. Anyway, please make sure you subscribe to Gapping with Gib on Apple Podcasts or following us on Spotify, and I'd love it if you could give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this right now. My interviews with Dr. Simone and Sweet Tea are available back-to-back in the audio version of this episode that you're listening to right now, but they're also available as separate videos on our YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash at Gabbing with Gib. So please go check that out if you prefer to watch and subscribe there as we continue building that page out with videos from all of our episodes. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy my interview with Dr. Simone and Letitia Lunsford. And don't forget to tune in to Married to Medicine at 9 p.m. Eastern on Sundays after The Real Housewives of Potomac, only on Bravo. And if you're not on the Married to Medicine train, I will never stop saying it. Go binge it from the beginning right now on Peacock. That's what I did over the past two years. And it's one of the better binge decisions I've ever made. I want to gab. All right, today we're gabbing with Dr. Simone Whitmore, one of the several OGs still delivering incredible TV 10 seasons into Married to Medicine's run. Dr. Simone, in my eyes, has been on one of the all-time Bravo journeys on this show, and I'm so thankful for everything she's given us over the years. Dr. Simone, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? 
Thank you for having me. I'm doing well on this Friday. I'm working, but I'm doing well. <laughs> I see we're calling in from the office. I love that. No, from the hospital. Oh, from the I'm hospital. Patient on labor and delivery. Oh my gosh. Wow. You you really do it all. And honestly, I just I have so much respect for you. And um, I guess right off the bat, I'm curious, Simone, you know, we're on season 10 of this show. And, you know, when you think back to the entire run and maybe where you were in your life when when you signed on for season one. What were your expectations when you first signed on to Married to Medicine? How has your experience differed from those expectations? Well, first of all, the year we signed on, there was no show. So I didn't even know if we filmed, if we would have a show, right? Right. Uh, But to enter into the unknown and filming was, it, it was a complete surprise that first season because that wasn't kind of how I was thinking our show was going to go. And you never know until you really get in it, right? Of course. But once I got in it and um, it was a scary experience, but after I saw the amazing job that my production company does with editing and with the music, I fell in love with our show and what we had to offer. Cecil and I watch a lot of reality TV and I felt like our show did offer some stuff that was a little bit different than what everybody else was offering with the most important being all these black doctors on national. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I've learned so much from this show in that respect. And I think, you know, one of the main constants of this entire run has been you and Dr. Jackie bringing us into your work as doctors and also into your friendship. And, you know, I still love that we get to see these, those little lunches that you guys have together and you talk about work, but you also make me laugh and you also yes. have emotional frank conversations. It kind of runs the gamut, I would say, just between yeah. you two. Yeah. And, you know, it's not been a completely smooth ride for you and Jackie over the years, but I do, I do love the place that you guys are at now and that you've worked through some of those things. Can you just speak a little bit to that connection, the importance of having you two on this show still and and just your friendship? Because it really is really special. Jackie and I have been friends for over 20 years. So we were friends long before this reality show came about and we had already experienced some of life's personal challenges as friends. Well, what I mean, we had individual personal challenges that we had supported each other through in our friendship. We assumed on this platform, we were cocked up thinking that nothing (laughs) could interfere in our friendship. We found out the hard way that, Mm -hmm. you know, the drama with the ladies can interfere with our friendship. And we made a decision this year that we would never let anyone or anything come between our friendship again. Was that a, was that a decision you guys made before filming this season, after filming last season? What 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 went into like the timing of, of saying that? I just think it was just a realization that our friendship should have never had the breakdown. We should have had more one-on-one conversations when something was going wrong or that we felt something was going wrong. Life is all about communication. I was about to say, I feel like the 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 real reason for whatever that temporary rift was, was just a lack of communication, if I, yes. if I remember correctly. It was. It was. So Simone, already this season, some of my favorite scenes have just been your scenes with Cecil and the boys. Like, I just love how much you cut through the BS with them. You tell it like it is. 
I'm thinking about that moment <laughs> that you're talking to Miles and you, he's just you're just like dragging your you're dragging your foot behind you because <laughs> he's dragging his feet like you really got he's dragging that. his feet through college right. exactly there we go but I I just love those scenes so much because they're just so real and you just you just say it like it is and I and I again I have respect for that what is the update on Michael and Miles right now um because again I'm sure we'll see more of that as the season goes on so Miles and Michael are still both in college but. Miles has an expiration date. <laughs> As we've heard on the show. <laughs> Skirt, he's getting the cut off. And the thing is, Cecil's not going to allow me to cut him all the way off. But one thing that I did do this year that I've never done, he had to pay half of his tuition. Wow. Call me the mean mama, M.M. M.M. But you know what? You're setting him up for, for success in the real world, I would say. So you know what? I'm sure you've heard it all. So just do your thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, Cecil's the cool dad. He's their friend. Of course. He can relate to them. One of the things I had to get therapy for in real life was just allowing him to parent however he wants to parent. Because I wanted him to parent exactly the way I parent. And that's, we're two different people. Yeah. Yeah. Then that, that's a really important acknowledgement to make. I think, especially mm-hmm. as your sons are getting older and, you know, and like you're, again, you're preparing them for the real world in such a, it's coming, you know, like they're, yeah, they're, right. you know, they're in college. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been really fun to watch that. I, I just wanted to say that before. So, you know, obviously going into the season 10, I feel like there were two extremely notable additions to this group. Um, obviously we had Phaedra joining the show. She had done years on Atlanta, but we, she had not been on Bravo for, for a little bit of time. We had Letitia, aka Sweet T, joining as the fiance of Quad's ex-husband, Dr. G. Yeah. So let's start with the latter. After Quad got divorced from Dr. G, did you ever think he would be back kind of in the circle with the show? Did I think Gregory would be back? Yeah, did you did you ever envision a I world where that would happen? I imagined it, but Cecil has remained friends with Gregory this entire time. So they play golf. We've been at events and met women that he was dating. And then when we met T and they fell in love, like, so he's been involved in our lives and we've been involved in his life, but never did I imagine in a million years that he would be back in this circle, hanging out and quad still there as well. Right. Right. And, and obviously, you know, if, if there, if we're, if someone were to interpret this as having sides in this group, quad is sort of on the other side, cause she's really close to heavenly. And I'm curious of like, obviously it sounded like Dr. G and, and T by extension kind of, again, remained in your life, but did you ever worry kind of having her in the group with the show, what message that would send in terms of like defending her and welcoming, welcoming her into this experience? So if you've watched the show over the years, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really petty. And Quad <laughs> and I were really close for a few yeah. years. And I just feel like Quad has handed me her backside to kiss. And we haven't been close in years. So for me, I wasn't even thinking about or considering her feelings. I did not care what she would think or how she would feel. Now, whether that was right or whether that was petty. You're doing you, though. <laughs> I'm doing me. Right. Um, I feel like Quad does her and she acts like we're such a negative group to be around um, or that we're too nosy. 
So, and T and I, we have a natural connection. I enjoy spending time with her. I enjoy spending time with her and Greg, Gregory. Mm. And so I didn't really consider Quad's feelings. I'm okay. not going to lie That's about fair. it. That's fair. And I want to circle back to Quad in a second, but Sweet Tea told me, because I interviewed her yesterday, that Heavenly was really the one that reached out to her and convinced her to do this whole thing. But she kind of feels like once she did join, that Heavenly kind of flipped on her, especially once Quad sort of came back into the picture. What's your perspective on that dynamic and how Sweet Tea was brought in? I think that, um, you know, Heavenly teasing her about joining the Fran group, I think was completely fine. Um, I'm glad she joined it. But the thing is, Heavenly is Heavenly. Mm -hmm. She's not really that Heavenly, but... Maybe Letitia didn't watch the show or maybe she didn't really do her homework. Everybody gets fooled into thinking Heavenly will not flip on them, but she isn't really flipping. She's always giving her unfiltered truth about each and every one of us. And she doesn't really spare us. And so why Sweet Tea thought she was going to be spared by Heavenly, I don't know. Right. So there's maybe like a little bit of a naivete about sort of just heavenly's nature maybe at in, yeah, when it comes to the show he's very right. naive about who heavenly is mm. so circling back to quad you know i feel like we it's been alluded to that like you know there was a disconnect between quad and the group and she was sort of cutting off communication with them but i i don't feel like i've gotten a clear sense of like you know how long that lasted or why that was again what is your perspective on quad's disconnect from the group and how she sort of re-entered uh for this for the season Quad frequently, you know, feels like, well, we're just trying to get in her business. No, we've known you for a long time. We're concerned about you and we're just asking about you. And I feel like Quad is so hot and cold, cold most of the time where she behaves almost like she doesn't want to be around us. Mm. Mm. And so that's not a cool feeling. And that's definitely not a cool aura to be given off to us. And she has really, to me, distanced herself. Like I haven't seen Quad. We had dinner after leaving New York. And then a month later, saw her at BravoCon. And then we had dinner. But then I didn't see her again until filming started. That's not a friendship. So do you think that she kind of expects to come back in and be treated as if it's just like this strong friendship and that the disconnect never happened. It's because it seems like she comes in and then it's sort of like, why are we, tr- why am I being pushed to the side a little bit? You know what I mean? Right. That may be her expectation, but for me, that's like a fake expectation and unrealistic. Right. Sure. And to paint the narrative that we're mistreating her as friends because we're bonding with somebody who's around, somebody we're going to dinner with, somebody we're hanging out with all year long. It's just not a fair depiction of the situation. Like, and from year to year, who even knows whether or not Quad plans to be around the friend group Got and it. be on this platform. Got it. Um, the last thing about Quad is, you know, you and Toya are very close. And I feel like when I when I click on the Married to Med hashtag, one of the things is like people not really understanding exactly why Toya has such a problem with Quad. Is it, is it similar to, to what we're talking about now or is there something else between them? that you know about? I just think that as they're the two wives who've been here the longest. And I think that there's 
head bumping. One, because there's a little competition. Right. right? But two, they're the two wives that really should be together. And for whatever reason, they just cannot make it happen. They can't. And the other thing is that, you know, Quad might throw a little shade to Toya and then Toya takes it in a way that's deeper than how it was meant and vice versa. Toya throws a little bit of quad, at, a little shade at quad, right. thinking, okay, girl, you shaded me, I'm going to shade you back. And then quad has a whole meltdown. But that is the nature of their relationship. It is just... It's a circle. It's right. a toxic circle <laughs> right. that Ugh. they cannot break. Right, which is, you want to see them, you really do want to see them break it, but I feel like at some point, maybe you just you just kind of give up on it, right? It's like... And they've had... Y- years maybe not the whole year but they i've seen them be friends yeah. hang out love on each other i've seen it mm. and why they it's can't possible. get that back right they just can't maintain it right totally um some of the other big addition is obviously phaedra we mentioned that what is your relationship like with phaedra and what do you think she's brought to this group i think phaedra as a professional um you know, as a lawyer, I think she can definitely relate to all of us. I think she brings a very peaceful and zen aura to the group. But there are times when I would like to know her thoughts and opinions. And she ain't really giving us her thoughts sometimes. She's making faces. You know, <laughs> but we want to know what's going on. But you want you want her to verbalize that. Right. You want her to verbalize that. Yeah. I don't want to be at odds with her, but I do want to know. Uh, certainly not. She she can, yeah, she Ooh. can uh she can spar for sure with her words. Right. Wizard. I don't want to be she at really odds is. with Pedro. Yeah, she really is. But but I do feel like, you know, her bringing quad around to the bachelorette party, like she's doing a little bit of pot stirring and she she but it maybe I guess in the moment. Is she not? She's not doing that. Well, the thing that I think is she's trying to build a bridge between Quad and us, and she don't really have the backstory. She literally only had Quad's interpretation or opinion. And you have to have the full story before you can start trying to build a bridge. Hmm. You've got to have all the parts. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe it took this first introduction season and maybe season 11 who knows? I mean, I'm yeah. just I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like Phaedra and yeah. she's been a welcomed, surprisingly pleasant and positive addition to this show. Yeah. It's I feel and I feel like it's felt very it's a very seamless kind of natural, I think, yes. addition of her. Yeah. Definitely um, seamless. That's a good totally. way to pull it. I'm yeah. gonna steal that from you. Do it. Uh, you have my permission. Uh Dr. Simone, the other thing, there's two other things that I think I've seen kind of be common denominators in some of the conversation around this season on social media. One is that, you know, there is definitely a faction of fans that want Mariah back. It's like they, they always kind of want Mariah back. That's always something they ask for. What is your perspective on the, that idea? Would you want to see her back in this group? Do you think it would work? I think Mariah makes amazing TV. She's funny. She's witty. I just think she doesn't get along with a lot of the ladies and I think I don't know how you could mend ways because you know how they say absence makes the heart grow fonder of course I think in this situation her absence has probably turned some of these hearts to stone ah okay Uh and I don't know 
I just, I don't even know how she would fit in again. Right. Because she just doesn't get along with people. And, you know, there there are office politics where you have to play nice at the water cooler. And mm-hmm. I just think that she never got that. She didn't mind being on an island. Got it. You can't really be on an island. No. Girlfriend. No, you can't. No, I mean, there's you a reason why. getting Phaed- along with at least 50% right. of your girlfriend. Right. There's a reason why Phaedra's trying to be that bridge for Quad. You know, there's there's a reason for that. Right. Totally. Yeah. The other thing that I'm curious about from you is Contessa was on the show for five, four seasons, five seasons. She was, she, you know, it's, it's hard to find somebody who fits in with this group and can stick around. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's difficult because there's yeah. so many OGs still around. Yeah. Do you miss, did you miss Contessa this year? I definitely miss Contessa. She brings about a totally different kind of big energy. She does kind of a military style energy. She ain't scared of nothing. But I I definitely uh, miss her. But again, I think Letitia and Phaedra brought about some phenomenal dynamics in this group. Yeah, it was it was a it was a nice change up. I do I do miss Contessa because she was great. But I agree, we have two. Big, very compelling. Phenomenal. Addition. Yeah, totally. Um, to end it, Simone, we're running out of time, but what can you? What else can we expect from the rest of the season? We're we're not that deep into it yet, and there's a lot, a lot has already happened. But what else is to come on the season of Married to Medicine? So you get even a bigger dose, a bigger t- a bigger taste of the dynamics of these friendship friendship groups, and whether or not everybody, if we can even all stay together as friends. Mm. Um, there is an issue that arises with one of the ladies where, you know, you you have to wonder if she gets it, if she does any self-reflection or she's still just blaming us for all of the wrongdoings and continuing to play victim. Won't tell you who that is, but I can read between the lines a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're a solid group of friends and people have to make a decision that they want to be a part of that. Or not. But part of being a group, part of maintaining a group is everybody kind of owning their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. being really real about it, for yeah. sure. Being real about your part and and why things don't always work out with your friends. Right, right. One follow-up question. I, I do feel like the, the first kind of five episodes have really been about sort of introducing Sweet Tea, the lead up to the wedding and the wedding. Post wedding, does it sort of like? Is it sort of like a okay that happened? Now we can sort of move on. And it kind of levels it out where we yeah. can move on. She's not going to just stay the focus, right? But she was pretty important. We had to get it all figured out. Newbie joining the group and this wedding, and uh, but we we're, we we get past that where she's just baby T is not the the focus. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Well, Dr. Simone, thanks for taking the time. I know you're at the hospital right now. You have a patient, but um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk. And I'm so excited for the rest of this season. I love this show so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course. Uh, Of course. Well, thanks again. And hope we get to talk again soon. Hope so. I want to gab. Okay, so today we're gabbing with Letitia Sweet T. Lunsford, who joined Married to Medicine for its current 10th season and has undeniably made a big impact on this group. Sweet Tea, there's so much to talk about. So I'm excited to have you on today. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. You're feeling good? Like yeah. now you're you're deep in this whole experience. So you're I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. 
So first off, I know that your wedding was months ago, but we did just watch it on TV. So I want to congratulate you on getting married. How has married life been so far? Oh my God, married life is great. It's good to you know, have someone to come home to, someone that's always looking out for you, someone is concerned for your safety and your health. So it's just, it's great to have a partner. You know, um, Gregory is such a great guy. He's funny. He's crazy sometimes, you know, just he makes me laugh. Like it's just, it's it's great to just have someone, you know, I just, I can't yeah. be more happier. That's amazing. And, and you really found your person and, you know, we just watched your wedding day, which appeared to go off, honestly, mostly without a hitch. It feel it looked like a really great day. And it looked like you looked gorgeous. You had all your, your family and friends there. Obviously, the exception to that is that you had taken Dr. Heavenly off the guest list. She still showed up and then she found her way into the ceremony. I'm curious if I'm curious how much of in the moment you were aware of that. So like, obviously, you knew you had taken her off the list, but did you know there was drama at the door? Did you notice during the ceremony her coming in? Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? No, I did not notice that she came in. But like right before I actually got in, it's funny because right after I, I came down the aisle, she saw me in my dress and I was coming into the ceremony and she was sitting off to the side or whatever. She's like, hey, daddy. And I was like, I'm going to whoop your ass. You said that to her? I said that. What was her reaction? She's like, what did I do? What? And I was like, you know what you did. And I did, I said that in front of my dad. I was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that was his first taste of probably the show and all, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He right. was like, what is going on? Like, you know, I didn't explain to my dad, but he was like, girl, you got to be crazy. You're about to go down this aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and looking back, would you do it? Would you still kind of take her off the list or would you not invite her at all? What, what would you do looking back in terms of heavenly at your wedding? I would have did the same thing. I think that like because she I felt like she's wasted my time and she wasn't being a real friend and being authentic to me and she was talking behind my back. I probably would have done worse. I probably would have done worse. Mm. Mm. <laughs> if anything, I, I probably if I would have had time, I probably would have just really embarrassed her. Maybe have her sit sit at the reception table and separately and brought her like a bowl full of dog food for Buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like sweet tea. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people read that as you giving heavenly a taste of her own medicine. And oh. I'm is that what you were going for? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, I, I definitely wanted to give her her own taste of medicine. I'm like, why not? You, yeah. Get dressed, you know, take the time and come down here so I can embarrass your ass. That was you did. I would do it again and again and again. Got it. And <laughs> is that, and, and you would do it again because of is that just because of what you saw her talking about with your marriage at your bachelorette party? Or is there more to come in terms of you and Heavenly? Uh, I would do it, do it again because of that. But there, there were other things. There were other things too. Like I just like looking at the show now, I'm like, dang, she was just down to me the whole time. You know, mm. I didn't know that. Mm. So, well, so, so, so at the reunion, you'll have a lot to say to her. Right. I, I, I I'm, I'm 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 trying to figure out how I'm going to handle the situation with whether it should I have a lot to say to her because I don't really have much to say anymore. Like, I mean, and the things that I have to say they're not nice. So you're so you're kind of like almost over it in a way. You're kind of just like, why even bother? Right, right. Because she's been talking about me every day. Right. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of tweets. I've seen a lot of tweets. I have. Right. Yeah. So my, oh, I guess a question that I had 
watching that whole thing unfold is Wiley Phaedra, who had brought Quad to your bachelorette party without asking on the guest list and take Heavenly off. Like, why not? Why not also take Phaedra off if you're going to do that? Well, Phaedra actually was taken off. Well, she wasn't taken off the list, but she had my officiate, which was a gift to Gregory. So um, he was actually our pastor and um, we we were new to the church and she knew him personally and she got him to come and uh, marry us. And that was the gift that Gregory really wanted. And I wanted to give that to him. So even if it meant to invite Phaedra in, just so Gregory had that gift, you know, I was going to try to give that to him. Got it. So otherwise you probably wouldn't have had her there. Right. She would have, she would have been at the door too. We would have you know, right. Okay, got it. You know, a lot of the promos, sweetie, made it sort of look like you had had this huge reaction to Quad to to Phaedra bringing Quad, but actually that reaction was was actually with something more emotional with your sister, and and it had to do with that, not with Quad. And right. I actually, I actually watched your. So when when it got to the actual reaction to Quad entering, I thought that you had a really like reserved and mature reaction to that. It was very restrained, and I you even had her come sit next to you. Were you holding back bigger feelings about that happening in the moment just to kind of be cordial? Or was that really how you were feeling? Like, what were you actually feeling in that moment when you saw them come in? So after I had that breakdown, I was just like, okay, I'm my friend. She talked to me. She was like, okay, girl, you just showed your whole ass. You need to calm down, you know? <laughs> so like, you know, I was like, you know what? From now on, I'm not going to let anybody uh, bother me at this point, you know, like nothing else can make me act out of character this way. So when she came, there was never an issue with quad because I, I don't know quad. I mean, Gregory, he has his past with her, but he asked me to keep things cordial with his ex-wife. He didn't want us to be fighting or anything like that. So, um, when she came, it was just kind of like, Oh, okay. Come sit next to me. Let me tell, let me tell you how I feel about you. You hear from me personally, because I just like I, I can sense that somebody was going to jump in and try to speak for me. And I was like, no, let me speak for me and tell you exactly how I feel about you. And, you know, I was like, they've been talking a lot about you. And, you know, they brought her up in my engagement party, which was inappropriate. And but there was never an issue with me and her. Right. So um, I just want to jump ahead of the ladies before they tried to stir something up. Right. No, I I really, I genuinely think you handled that moment really, really well. Like that could have, you could have let that get to you, I think. And I think because they were, Phaedra bringing quad, they were obviously kind of trying to get a reaction and you did not give them the reaction they wanted. I think, which I think was- Exactly. I did not give them the reaction they wanted. And now they're saying I fanned out, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Got it. Got (laughs) it. And, And Sweetie, I think just more generally, I'm curious, like, you know, you, I'm curious what your expectations were about joining Mary to Medicine, because obviously, you know, you're joining the show in this friend group that's in its 10th season. And it's a show that your then fiance's ex-wife had been a part of for 10 years since the beginning. What was your expectation in terms of like, what you were going to have to deal with when it, when it came to sort of like, interacting with quad and your your future husband's ex-wife like what what were you thinking about when you first joined the show because i'm it's a very uh unique to situation to be joining right well i mean heavenly is the one that actually got me to join the group she was very adamant about me joining the group and i was telling her like you know i'm not really a messy type of person like you guys it's okay that you guys have a relationship with her you know again like she congratulated us she she made it seem there was no issue so i didn't think it was an issue 
particular issue is running this group. I don't know her. She reached out to me and Gregory. She does mm. not follow us. So I don't follow her and I don't know her. But um, I didn't think that it would be such a, a big deal because actually she says she got butterflies when she saw us being engaged. So I was just like, okay, well, I mean, clearly we can should be able to coexist. And um, I when I came in, came in, it was just like I felt like some, you know, heavily was somewhat trying to pit us against each other at times. And, you know, trying to stir up some things, you know, I, I just thought that I was going to meet these ladies and get to know them. We already were starting to build a relationship before um, being on the show. But I just thought that, you know, these are entrepreneur women, you know, they do well for themselves. They work in the medical uh, field. And, you know, I was in the medical field. I was a pharmacy tech. I've been around medical uh, professionals, doctors, technicians. So I just thought that it was going to be an easy group to actually exist in. I just know that they've been doing this longer than I have. So that was going to be the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so Heavily was the one that really got you to join the show. But then you're obviously seeing kind of right away that we're, we're trying to stir it up a little bit, right? And that's right, kind of what, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, see. So, so did you kind of immediately clock that or did you take a little bit of time for you to sort of see that? Okay, maybe. It took a little time for that because... It, I was under the pressure, like, really, she was, like, upset with, seemed like she was upset with her quad or whatever, but I'm still supporting I think her. she was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was upset with it, you know, and that's the vibe I was getting from the group, that they were all upset with her, and they hadn't heard from her in over a year. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, right. you know, maybe y'all should reach, maybe y'all should reach out to her instead of talking about her. So it was just like, you know, eventually I'm like, well, why not reach out to her and just check in? I mean, it's your soul concern or are you bringing her up just to get out of my skin? Like I just, you know, I was I was so confused. And, you know, I guess Heavenly did have arterial motive for bringing me on. Um, and, I you know, I was really hurt by that because like, you know, we actually did talk. She reached out to me. You know, we, we went walking together. Like, you know, I, I spent some time with Heavenly. And it's just like all for her to just use me as like a guinea pig for it to solidify her storyline. It's kind of disappointing. Mm. Well, I guess like once you realize, I feel like there's a way that you can like sort of reclaim that or look sort of like reverse it. Cause it's like now you, you're, it's, it's, in, it's been fun watching you. Cause I feel like most of the women have been actually really receptive and welcoming to you in terms of, you know, bringing you into the group and then kind of, and supporting you on your wedding journey and all this kind of stuff. I feel like for the most part, do you feel that or is it just with the exception of like heavenly and quad or? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely felt that with, with some of the ladies with Toya and yeah. Simone, I think that they were, they were very supportive of our relationship and, you know, Gregory has a personal relationship with Cecil. Um, that's his friend. And, you know, I just, I, I think that it was just disappointing, you know, just how things went, went on with heavenly and some of the other groups and, you know, Jackie's really good friends with Heavenly, which is very interesting. But um, yeah, they, they, they have a really interesting friendship. I think, yeah, I, right. it's it's it's, uh, it's like an opposite attract. I think with them almost right, right. You know, I would never guess like someone like uh, Jackie would hang out with someone like Heavenly. You know, so does, does, does that does that cause a blockage with you and Jackie? Do you think? Yes, I think it does. Hmm. What about you yeah. and Simone, Doctor Simone? Uh, Simone, I mean, I think Simone has her own issues with, with, uh, heavily, but sometimes a little bit, especially recently of all the things that I've seen things like heavily has said on about me in social media, it's just not tweets. It's also YouTube channels. Mm, and um, yeah. it's just yeah. like, you know, at this point, like I, I think it's just mean girl behavior. Got it. 
Got it. So, I mean, I guess like what has your experience been like since now that we're deep into the season and, you know, fans and social media can be ruthless and, and and not very friendly, but they can also be funny and friendly. Like what has your experience been like now that the show's airing and you're seeing reactions and tweets and comments? How are you holding up in terms of that? Oh my God. It's like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. You know, one week they hate you. Then next week, Oh, we actually love you. Then they hate you. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's, it's so up and fickle down. Fans, you know? Fickle fans. Yep. <laughs> yeah like they're just so up and down but like I'm, I'm starting to get a lot of supporters coming in now like you know especially with heavenly you know all the things that she's moving on, online or whatever and some people are actually starting to see through it and i'm like finally you guys <laughs> <laughs> finally somebody on my side that actually see what's going on here you know and um it, it's quite an experience i've i've, I've been getting cyber bullied there's live you know, uh you know, spit out and out there in the social media and then I'm getting tagged and I'm getting all these goons on me, you know, trolls. So it's, yeah. it's crazy. But, I, but you know what? The messages that make me feel good are the ones that, you know, like, oh my God, you're so relatable. You're so authentic. Like, keep being you. Like, oh, you remind me of me or, you know, I'm in an age gap relationship. You know, it's just like, I feel like I'm reaching out to a lot of women out there that can relate to me. That's good. Yeah. And I feel like that it's it's I think it's hard being the new person, especially when you're new, but we know we 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 knew Greg and we and we obviously have there's like a there's a 10 year buildup with quad of people knowing her. So it's like I think every time there's a new episode, I think that will peel back another layer of who sweet tea is. I think mm-hmm. that that will endear you to even more people. You know, it, it it should get I think better with time. But you were in a tough position coming into the show. You really were. <laughs> like, yes, I, I, yeah, very sensitive moment in my life. Like getting married, trying on dresses. Like it, yeah, you really jumped into it, and I I, I admired that. I mean, it was it's kind of a fearless move. It really is. <laughs> it it is. really is. It yeah, is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie, there are two comments I think that I've seen a lot of like just reaction to on social media. I'm sure you've seen people reacting to them. It's two comments that you've made on the show. One was in, I think it was in the first episode. You had said that one of the good things about being with Dr. Greg was access to the money. And I think that you were joking, but I it sounds like people have really taken with that and taken right that in. and run, run with it. Is there anything you want to clear up about that comment? Yes. When I made that comment, of course, like I, you know, what what's wrong with having, I have my own resources. Okay. I, I have, I make six figures already on my own. I was a veteran in the military. I worked for the intelligence community. Like I have my own resources. Why not get more? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why not get more? You know, and 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 Gregory is the type of person he's he's a provider. Why not take control over take control of that strength? You know, you know that's his strength. He's a provider. I'm gonna have access to his money. He's gonna have access to my money. But I'm the I'm the one that's I'm playing the troops. I'm the one that manages the money. I think that's I that's my strength. So like you know people took that and ran with it without knowing my background. And then he posted me for Veterans Day or something. And they were like, oh, wow, you did the ultimate thing, you know, serve your country and made the ultimate sacrifice, you know? <laughs> the so, people got respect for that, I hope. Yeah, right, exactly. right, right. They 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 were like, oh, okay. All right. right. But yeah, like I, I was joking. Like I like to, I talk a lot of shit, you know, I just like to chat. Like I'm, I'm funny, but like Gregory, uh, he had to make me take money from him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Right. The other one, the other comment that I think raised some eyebrows, and again, that you can clear up here if you want, is there was a, I think there was a conversation that you had about, or maybe it was a confessional about him being a little controlling. And 
I'm curious, like if you, if anything you want to clear up about that or explain about that comment that you made. Yes. So at the time, I mean, I was having drinks, what I thought I was having drinks with a friend confiding in a friend. But um, whenever you're upset about something, you, you sometimes you, you think about those things and you're like, okay, you pinpoint it and you feel like, oh, maybe, maybe uh, his ex was right about something because, you know, heavily has talked to me about the relationship. I would say that Gregory was operating in a way of just making sure that I was safe and I was mm. upset with him because it's like, you know, hey, why would you do something like that to get my attention to set the alarm, you know? But my mom actually, think about it, like my, my mom actually did something like that before too, but it was just like, you know, I was just upset about it and like we talked about it. I think in a relationship, you have to learn how to resolve issues. You're going to have issues. And um, all it was was a conversation that we had to have and we were working through it. We worked through it, you know, and we're, you know, that was the past and now we're moving forward. That's what you're supposed to do in a marriage. Right. Of course. It's right. It's probably hard to do that when you're watching this stuff back and then hearing all the reactions to right. it. That's, I think that's right. one of the hardest parts of being on a show like you're on, but you'll, you'll, you'll learn how to do that, you know, and it's probably, you're, you're learning it right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about like sort of what your expectations were going into the show. What has the reality been of this experience for you? Like, it, it, have you been really enjoying this? Because I know obviously you take the you take the bad with the good, but I hope that the good has been outweighing the bad for you. You know, it's so funny because like I think every day I just kind of battle with it. Like, oh, did I make the right decision? You know, like I think that I can't really say if I'll do it again until I go through the whole experience until I get to the end. Right. And, um, you know, it just depends on like, maybe, you know, I, I want to be able to reach those women out, those everyday women. And I want them to look at me and say, hey, you know, she did it. Why can't I? You know, she she's able to exist in these groups with these prominent women that you know are doctors, attorneys, and I can do that, too. I, I can be amongst that group, you know. I, that that makes me feel good when I have fans reach out to me and they're like, oh my God, you're so relatable. You're so authentic. Like I'm an age gap relationship group. Can you start one for me? You know, and I'm all about serving, serving my people. You know, I'm all about that. And if I can continue doing that through this show, I will. Yeah, that's great. And I, I mean, it's, I also think, I mean, I've been watching these shows for 15 years now and it's, you kind of always think that you've seen or you've heard everything. And I had never heard of an age gap, an age gap support group. That is, that was a new piece of information for me. And I think that's, <laughs> but, but that, but that is like, a, that is a value. I think in watching these shows, it's, it's finding out new corners of the human experience and about di- new kinds of people that you haven't been exposed to. And I think you're bringing in like a really authentic, a genuinely authentic vibe to, to, yeah. to, to, to anything that any scene that you're in. And, um, I just I hope that you keep that top of mind as you kind of continue to go through this, through this experience. So it's something that people are appreciating from you. I really think that. Good, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> good, good. Um, well, sweetie, this has been so much fun. I again, I really appreciate your openness and your your honesty. And um, again, I, I'm having fun watching you on this show. And I hope that you, I hope that the the, the cyberbullying stops. I hope that you can keep your head up as you go through this. And um, I'm excited for the reunion. I feel like there's a lot to address there. Uh, but there's a lot more to go this season. I know. <laughs> yep, there is. Thank there you is. so yeah. much. Thank you so much. And hope, uh, we'll talk again soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the show. Subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on any podcast platform to listen to new episodes. And subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on YouTube to watch full-length versions of our interviews. We'd also love your support with a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 
You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And keep up with all things Gabbing with Gib at Gabbing with Gib on Instagram and TikTok. Gabbing with Gib is an independent podcast hosted by me, Gibson Johns. It's produced by myself and Riley Dabbs. Graphics are by Rachel Roth and our cover art photography is by Troy Hallahan. If you want to reach out about guest booking, sponsorship, or advertising opportunities, email us at gabbingwithgib at gmail.com. Thank you again for your support and see you next time.